Welcome to another episode of Couple of Lattes. I'm your host, Jacques Massey. Um, thanks to all the newbies that are joining. Uh, welcome to the show. I hope this gives you some value. And thanks to everyone who's been here uh, for a while, um, especially those of you who have supported me uh, through every episode and given me your comments, shared your thoughts, rated it on Apple Podcasts, give me a five-star rating. Um, yeah. Thanks guys, like really this podcast would have no real purpose or meaning if uh, you guys weren't listening and if I wasn't affecting you guys in a positive way, even if it is just one or two of you each episode, that's enough to keep me doing this. But anyway, moving on um, to the topic at hand today. Now today I want to talk about uh, superpowers. Uh, specifically routine as your superpower. Um, I originally wrote a blog uh, on this topic on Medium, which you can read if you like. Uh, You can find me on Medium, Jacques Massey. And I wrote it during the early stages of COVID-19 because I realized after a week and after processing my emotions and the the uncertainty around the time um, that hold on, like, If I build this routine, it really does give me energy, it gives me purpose, it gives me joy again. Um, And a lot of the time, people see routine as evil, you know, routine takes freedom away, but in fact, it's the opposite. This false perception of freedom, of doing whatever you want each day, actually ends up getting you into a lot of trouble uh, financially and especially in terms of your purpose and your meaning and your happiness. Whereas if you're able to build a routine, if you're able to build purpose in your life, that's when true freedom comes, that's when true joy appears, and that's when you really start thriving. So today's topic is routine and how it can be your next superpower. Let's begin by addressing the elephant in the room. You're in a pandemic, even though for a lot of us and a lot of listeners out there, we're coming to, I guess, uh, not the end of this pandemic, but we're getting into a place where a semblance of normality is starting to appear in our lives. Um, But yes, this is real life. And no, this is not some sort of sick joke or conspiracy. All those conspiracy theories aside, you are truly living through a once-in-a-century global event. An event that's affecting us all. An event that's allowing us to see how interconnected we really are. But that's a topic for a completely different, more in-depth podcast. But it feels good to embrace reality for a change, doesn't it? That leads us to step zero. Yes, you heard correctly. Before we even begin to talk about routine, I want you to focus on reality, to embrace your emotions, and to feel the significance of COVID-19. I want you to lift your head, look across the room, and address the huge fucking elephant sitting calmly in the opposite corner. The moment the Western world began implementing shutdowns, individuals began reacting to the uncertainty and fear. You may have noticed dramatic overreaction, Decisions being taken based upon media-fueled mistruths, or the powerful pull toward denial and forced amusement. Both are normal, 
Uncertainty is something we all deal with in our own way. Yet many of us are afraid to be honest with ourselves, let alone others, when it comes to expressing our emotions. Most of us fear reality, retreating into the comfort of our illusions. But embracing reality and accepting fear can set you free. It's very interesting that I'm doing recording this podcast at this very moment because about 30 minutes ago I was sitting outside my local cafe having a coffee enjoying the last chapter of my book and a couple who I've connected with recently um, sparked up a conversation and we began talking about this exact topic of embracing reality and accepting fear, accepting the darkness that lies within all of us. I'm pretty excited to announce that I will be doing a podcast with those two in the future, so listen up for that one. Anyway, getting back into the first step to building routine as your superpower, embracing reality. Before you dive headfirst into social media, the news, or a conversation with your local conspiracy theorist, take check. In fact, I urge you to allow yourself to feel the shock of your current reality. This is not normal. It will not end in a few months. In fact, COVID-19 will continue to affect our lives for most likely many years from now. It is your new normal. Acceptance will allow you to make smarter decisions, starting by addressing your own emotions. The drive to overreact or deny is the ego's way of assuring you that everything will be okay. After all, your ego seeks comfort. You can avoid making ego-driven decisions by simply opening a dialogue with yourself. How are you feeling? Really, it's just you now and the mirror. Be honest with yourself and let your mind experience that range of terrifying emotions. Take a few days to cry, shiver in fear, journal your thoughts, assess your own well-being and health and take stock of what you can be grateful for. Gratitude is the place you want to end up after this emotional adventure. It will empower you to prioritize the important stuff. After you accept your personal reality, it is time to address, to address the important external factors in your life. Family, friends, faith, workplace, and finances. Your list of importance may differ from mine, and that's okay. Just be genuine with yourself and take action on what's important to you. I'm no expert, but what I can comprehend is the severity of the situation. This virus has killed hundreds of thousands of people, and that number will continue to rise until a vaccine is discovered. Our economy, already fractured and broken, is destined to dip into a recession. In fact, America already is in a recession. And... Unfortunately for the rest of us, we're backed by the US dollar, which means a recession in America is a recession for all of us. Not quite, but we'll feel the effects. The current economical situation has no semblance to anything bar the depression of the 1930s. So take action on the things that matter most. Call your loved ones. Look after your community. Check in with your friends and your colleagues. Show love and kindness. Understand how difficult the situation is for everyone, not just yourself. Once you have squared away the truly important stuff, you'll no doubt feel lighter and more at ease with your new reality. It feels good to be honest with yourself, with others, right? Do you feel in control now that you have taken stock of what really matters to you? Good. 
Now you can build a routine and take full advantage of the opportunities that hide beneath fear. Okay, so let's move on to building habits. So habits are essentially the foundations that form a routine. What is the difference between a habit and a routine? Great question. With a simple answer, a habit is a fixed tendency acquired through repetition or mental experience. Routine is a collection of habits practiced in concession and on a regular basis. You might go online and discover an array of differing definitions. Most are too complicated. Personally, this definition, this definition works for me because it is simple. Does it work for you? Let me know. Send us a message on Instagram. Massey underscore bros. That's M-A-S-S-I-E underscore bros. Now that you understand the difference between habits and routines, you can make a start on your COVID-19 weekly, monthly, or perhaps yearly routine. And as we move into the post-COVID world, you can build upon this routine, change up your habits, but still continue utilizing routine as a superpower. It's overwhelming, right? I totally agree. So let's break it down into the smallest of pieces. All skyscrapers start with a foundation. Without a strong base, that tower will collapse. So let's begin with our foundation. Start by eliminating your bad habits. Before you begin to build great habits, you must first identify the habits which are dragging you down. Instead of writing a list of desired habits, jot down all the habits that you want to remove. Then attack them one at a time. Habits form due to repetition or experience. The easiest way to break a habit is to make it really hard to do. And if you manage to do it, the resulting sensation is so negative that you never want to do it again. Example time. If Netflix is the Darth Vader to your Luke Skywalker, then follow the process above. Hmm. What can I do to remove this habit? Well, I don't know. Maybe start by unsubscribing. Okay, fair enough. It is pretty easy to resubscribe to Netflix. Those pesky creators anticipated the addiction loop, didn't they? So, make it harder. Put the remote on a ledge, too high to reach without a ladder. Sell your TV, hide your laptop, or take all the screens out of your bedroom. Are you getting the gist of it? If you manage to circumnavigate your gauntlet of obstacles, make the experience a shit one, so you won't be tempted to continue the habit. This can be a little, a little trickier, but you might consider measures that exacerbate the discomfort. They make the discomfort more intense. Ask your family, mem family member or housemate to pump their music up if you start streaming Netflix. Buy dark chocolate, too rich to eat more than a block or two, if chocolate is your addiction. Move your couch so the TV uh, lounging becomes more uncomfortable. I'll leave the specifics up to you, but I think you get the idea. As you eliminate your bad habits, you can replace them with good habits. If it was easy, everyone would be a master of their own world. Prepare to put in the work. First create your habits, and then your habits will create you. Now that you have opened up some space in your day by removing the bad habits from your life, it is time to fill that space with good habits. Your selection of habits will differ from mine. Your goals, needs, values, and expectations will determine what is important for you. I think we can also agree that there will be some similarities, don't you think? We all need our health. Without it, the picture looks grim. Consider a moment like the one we are experiencing at present. 
Unhealthy people are far more at risk when it comes to infectious diseases, chronic illnesses, fatigue, and mental illness. With those thoughts in mind, what habits can you introduce today? Let's assume that you managed to remove the temptation for early, early morning screen time. All your devices have been removed from your bedroom. That means when you wake up, the standard half hour of scroll time can, re can be repurposed. Could you use this time to address your anxiety, diving into meditation? Sure you can. How about a freezing cold shower working in the Wim Hof breathing technique? Yeah? Let's boost my immune system and energize my body. Maybe the tried and tested morning jog is for you. What about the three hours of Netflix time in the evening? That is a rather large hole to fill. I'm excited for you. Seriously. That is a gold mine of free time. Think about all those skills you have been wanting to master. Could you use an hour of that time to attend a weekly course? Ooh, how about Spanish lessons or salsa? Here's an idea. You could time it perfectly with a visit to the gym. Haven't you been thinking about the six-pack you had in high school? What about that last hour? What about those relationships that you have been letting slip through your fingers? You put that down to being busy, right? Well, now that you are more purposeful with your life, building habits around the things that matter to you, could this time be used to mend, end, or celebrate your relationships? All of this sounds great. Where do I start? Right, now for the hard work. Just as habits are hard to remove, they are also hard to introduce. It's kind of like introducing your toddler to preschool. If you drop her into the mix without any warm-up, all hell breaks loose. So you begin by gradually introducing more strange-looking humans into your toddler's life. Other babies and adults of all shapes, sizes, and colors. Then you introduce a half day of candy, assess the reaction, readjust, and increase the exposure. Habits, in a strange way, are like toddlers. Actually, when you really think about it, you are the toddler. But also, you are parenting yourself. Inception moment much. The takeaways are, master the art of showing up. Turn up and build from there. Celebrate every small win. You put your shoes on to run this morning? That's fantastic. Even if that is all you did, remember, build up slowly. Make it impossible not to follow through. If running is your new habit, put your running gear next to your bed and post-it notes on your mirrors to remind you of your new habits. Own your identity. Own your new identity. Who do I want to be? Fuck that. Replace those words with, who am I? Am I a fit person? Am I a healthy person? Am I a reader? Am I a learner? Am I a good friend? Am I someone who spends time with the people I love? I am. Own the person you are, and you will become that person. Take one small step today, and bigger steps will follow. The routines will form. Focus on 1% changes. You might be fired up right now, pumped to flip your entire routine tomorrow, become the person of your dreams. I urge you to restrain yourself. You'll burn yourself out, and end up right back on that couch, slaying popcorn like your life depends on it. Slow down. Your routine will form itself. Concentrate on changing just one tiny thing today and tomorrow, another 1% change. These changes may seem small, but in time, they will be the foundations of your new life. Start now, start small. This is all you. 
Well, guys, that's it for today's podcast. I hope that inspired you to start building your own routine and make that your new superpower. Uh, if you want to know more about this topic, feel free to contact us. Um, best way to do that is through our Instagram, M-A-S-S-I-E underscore B-R-O-S. And please, if you have the time, leave a five-star rating, share this with a friend, and subscribe. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.